0: Have you ever been exploring with your friends only to discover something that does not belong to you? And did you take it? Because you absolutely should not. But in this particular case, the group of friends that decided to go exploring came across an old ancient tome, and they did not realize what it was, but they decided to take it anyways. Let this be a lesson to any young, mischievous adventurers out there. Do not mess with things that you do not understand. Welcome to Iden's Scary Stories. And today we have one such adventure. I have never felt more disorientated in my life. The feeling of just having woken up from a deep sleep encumbered me. My senses still foggy and unresponsive. My head was pounding with an ache that seemed to spread throughout my entire body. The sunlight was too bright, and the air too thick, as if I was breathing in water instead of air. The pale colour of my skin shocked me, and I couldn't help but wonder what had caused it. Had I been sick? Had I been in an accident? The pain in my eyes was unbearable, like someone had injected them with lead. For a brief moment my vision went black, and I was left in a state of disorientation. I had tried to take in my surroundings once I recovered, but everything seemed unfamiliar. It was as if I had been transported to an alien world, and I was the only human left. I couldn't recognize anything, not even the sky. The open fields that stretched out before me seemed to go on forever and I had no idea where I was or how I got there. Just when I thought I was alone in this strange place, I heard a voice calling out my name. The world started to transform back into that of one I once knew. With the end of the fields back in sight and the trail back to the town visible once more, The voice called out again. It was my friend, Jake. He looked as perplexed and as worried as I was. Together we stumbled down the hill towards the exit, trying to make sense of our surroundings. As we strolled along the winding path, the rustling leaves and creaking branches seemed to follow us, as if they were breathing down our necks. I couldn't help but feel as though the woodland itself was alive. Every rustle and sway a prelude to something ominous. The air hung heavy with the scent of damp earth and decaying leaves. A potent reminder of the cycle of life and death that played out in this town from the start of time. As we continued on our way... My senses were heightened, and I was acutely aware of every sound and movement around us. The silence was oppressive, broken only by the occasional scurrying of a small animal through the underbrush. The entire forest was holding its breath, waiting for us to take a misstep. The trees themselves appeared to be watching us their dark and twisted branches reaching out like gnarled fingers waiting to ensnare us as we drew closer to the familiar sight of the town our hearts lifted in relief but our relief was short-lived when we spotted our friends lily and sam waiting for us at the edge of the woods their expressions grave mirroring our own. The tension in the air was thick and palpable. It was as if the fear we had experienced in the forest had somehow managed to seep into the very atmosphere around us, infecting those who had not even entered them. Silent glances were exchanged, each of us too afraid to speak of what was happening. Something had shifted within us. But what? We were not the same people who had left town only a few short hours ago. An unknown energy, something beyond our understanding, stood between us. The crackle of static electricity buzzed around us. The hairs on the backs of our necks standing on end. Something's not right. Jake said, his voice low and urgent. We need to figure out what happened to us. What's going on? Lily asked, her voice shaking. We found this game in the crypt. We thought this was the instruction manual, Jake said, his hand trembling slightly as he held up the small leather-bound book. It looked as though it had been sitting untouched in the crypt for years gathering dust and secrets in equal measure. Sam took it from him, feeling the immense weight of the book in her hands. At first glance, the book seemed harmless enough, but as she looked closer, Sam couldn't shake the feeling that something was off. The pages were yellowed with age, the ink faded and cracked. But there was something about the script Something that seemed to throb with a life of its own. As Lily took the book from Sam, she couldn't help but feel a sense of anxiety settle in her stomach. The words on the pages were written in an unfamiliar language, one that seemed to defy any attempts at translation. She held the book up to the light, trying to discern any hidden meaning in the symbols. But the more she looked the less sense it all made. It's like one of those old mystic stories found in the town's library, she muttered, her eyes scanning the pages of the manuscript. But it's not like anything I've ever read before. As we all took it in turns to examine the book, it became clear that only I could actually read the strange language. It felt as if the words on the page were somehow familiar, as though they had been written specifically for me. As we stood there in stunned silence, our minds trying to process the sheer horror of what we had stumbled into, a feeling of dread began to spread through our bones. We looked around at the once familiar surroundings and witnessed everything that had changed. The quaint town we had known all our lives was now shrouded in an eerie darkness that seemed to emanate from every corner. The people who passed us by looked like hollow shells of their former selves, moving about their daily lives with a mechanical precision that was nothing short of terrifying. They moved as if controlled by some force beyond their understanding, draining them of their very essence and leaving them in a zombie-like trance. The sky above was an unnatural shade of red, casting an ominous glow over the town. The world had turned into a twisted and terrifying reflection of itself. We tried to talk to the townspeople, to understand what was happening to them they were unresponsive, their eyes devoid of any emotion or life. They seemed trapped in some sort of hellish nightmare, unable to escape the clutches of whatever force was controlling them. As we continued to explore the town, we could feel our own willpower starting to wane, as though the dark energy that had taken hold of everyone else was infecting us as well. Maybe that's how I ended up in the field. We knew that we needed to find a way to break the curse. To free the townspeople from their living nightmare. But the task seemed impossible. Do you think this has anything to do with the game we found? Jake asked. Lily shook her head. A look of fear crossing her face... No, this, this must be something else, how could a silly book do all this? Lily noticed something behind us, and shakily pointed towards the centre of the town. All of us following her gaze to the church towering over us. The once peaceful place of worship now seemed to emanate an ominous aura that sent shivers down our spines. Its old stone walls appeared to be pulsating with an otherworldly energy that made it seem alive in a way that was both eerie and unsettling. As we moved toward the church, the air became heavy with a sense of malevolence and an intense light shone from within. Casting an ethereal glow that illuminated the surrounding area. It was so bright that we had to shield our eyes. Unable to see what was happening inside. and Despite our fear, we felt an irresistible pull. As if something was calling to us from within its walls. We could hear a strange chanting sound, growing louder and more intense with each passing moment. And it seemed to be coming from deep within the building. As we made our way closer and closer to the entrance, we could feel the energy growing stronger. The light becoming almost blinding. We hesitated for a moment, Unsure if we were prepared To face whatever was inside But our curiosity and desire for answers Outweighed our fear With a deep breath We stepped forward The light enveloping us In its warm embrace The chanting grew louder And we could hear the faint sound of whispers Beckoning us ''Look, stop!'' Sam called out, pointing toward the town centre. ''It's moving, it's heading straight for us!'' I urgently shouted for my friends to take cover behind me, my heart racing as the towering church bolted towards us. It seemed to be rising up slightly, almost as if it was reaching for the sky. And I could feel the ground shaking beneath our feet. The chaos of the scene before me was overwhelming. Although the townspeople were devoid of all humanity and silent just moments before, they were now aimlessly scurrying around like headless chickens, shrieking and screaming, their bodies contorting in pain as they fell to the ground one by one, clutching at their eyes and mouth. The once peaceful town had been plunged into carnage, and I could feel the fear and panic rising in my chest with each passing breath. Their cries and screams filled the air, each one adding to the sense of dread that hung over us like a thick fog. I could see the horror in their eyes as they looked up at the church like mosquitoes to a flame, which loomed ominously in the distance. It was as if they knew that the source of their suffering lay within the building, and they were powerless to do anything about it. As I took in the scene before me, my mind raced to make sense of what was happening. What could be causing this mass hysteria? Was it a virus, a toxic substance, or something even more sinister? The sheer scale of the suffering was beyond anything I had ever seen before, and I knew that we had to act fast if we were to have any hope of saving the town and its people. The sight of blood pouring from the eyes and mouths of our neighbors, families and friends was almost too much to bear. It was as if some invisible force was tearing them apart from the inside. The thought that this could be happening across the globe was setting in. Would anywhere be safe again? As I turned my attention back to the church, I noticed that something strange was happening to its structure. The spindles and pillars were beginning to emit a high-pitched keening noise almost like the mournful howl of a wolf on a cold and lonely night. It was the sound that sent shivers down my spine, and I knew that we were dealing with something beyond our understanding. The church was alive, pulsating with an energy that seemed to defy explanation. The ground continued to shake, and the air was filled with an electric charge that made it difficult to breathe. We had to do something. We couldn't just sit there and let this horror unfold. We scrambled to our feet, and I grabbed the book from Lily's hand. She might not think it's related to the game, but maybe there was something in there that could help us. Jake, you take the lead, I said. Sam, you and Lily stay close. We need to get to that church and figure out what's going on. We ran as fast as we could towards the church, dodging the crazed townspeople who were wandering the streets. After a treacherous journey fraught with danger, we finally arrived at the church entrance. But as we went to enter, that which once brought solace and sanctuary for those who entered its walls. We were met with an unexpected sight of that filled us with both awe and fear. Before us, there was a wall of pulsing black energy that seemed to emanate an occultic power. We stood there for a moment unsure of what to do. We had come too far to turn back now, but the sight before us was daunting. The wall seemed impenetrable, and we could not discern any clear means of passing through it. We could only stand there and wonder what manner of force had erected such a formidable barrier. What the hell is this? Jake yelled, kicking at the barrier. How do we get through? As I racked my brain, trying to remember the details of the book that I had been reading earlier that day, a fragment of information suddenly surfaced in my mind. My heart racing with excitement. I flipped through the pages of the weathered tome until I found the passage that I had been searching for. We need to find this sigil, I exclaimed, my finger pointing at the page. It's somewhere in the town. As I spoke, a sense of urgency swept over me. I knew that time was of the essence and that every moment we wasted brought us one step closer to failure. The fate of our entire mission rested on our ability to locate this elusive symbol, and I was determined to leave no stone unturned in our search. With Jake by my side, I set out into the town, determined to find the sigil that would unlock the secrets of this ancient book. We scoured the streets and alleyways, searching high and low for any clue that might lead us to our goal. As we searched, We encountered all manner of strange and curious sights. We saw buildings that seemed to twist and contort in impossible ways, and streets that seemed to shift and change with every step we took. But despite the disorienting surroundings, we pressed on, driven by our single-minded determination to find the sigil. We spoke to any remaining semi-conscious locals, scoured libraries and archives, and even delved into the darkest corners of the town, unearthing long-forgotten secrets and forbidden knowledge that would make even the bravest souls tremble with fear. Our spirits were faltering and our energy levels were at an all-time low, but we knew that we could not give up now. The fate of the entire town was at stake, And just when it seemed, like all was lost, Lily's triumphant voice echoed through us. She had found it. With renewed vigor, we rushed towards her, Our hearts pounding with anticipation. As we approached, we saw that the sigil was indeed carved onto the side of an old well. It was a simple design, yet somehow it seemed to be infused with a power that made our skin tingle. Without hesitation, I pressed the ancient tome against the stone surface of the well, our last hope resting on the pages of the book. For a moment, nothing happened, and my heart sank as I feared that we had failed. But then, with a sudden burst of light, the sigil glowed brightly and the air around us crackled with more of the electric energy ricocheting through the sky. As we watched in amazement, the barrier that had surrounded the church began to crack and crumble, as if some unseen force was tearing it apart from within. We could hear the sound of ancient stones grinding against each other, and the very ground beneath our feet seemed to tremble with the force of the unseen power. With a final shudder, the barrier collapsed and the way to the church was finally open. We did it! Sam exclaimed, a look of relief on her face. We can get inside now! We can get inside now! As we burst into the church, our footsteps echoing through the dusting, forgotten halls. We were met with a scene that left us reeling in shock and disbelief. The walls were covered in a labyrinth pattern of strange, twisting symbols that seemed to writhe and pulse. Every inch of the space was imbued with a sense of age, as if we had stumbled upon a place that was never meant to be discovered. As we looked around, our eyes taking in the dizzying array of cryptic markings, our senses were assaulted by the stench of decay and the sickly sweet aroma of fresh blood. The floor was slick with a thick, sticky substance that glimmered in the flickering light of its torches. And we could hear the sound of our own breathing as we cautiously stepped forward. In the centre of the room, standing as still as a statue, was a figure shrouded in a dense cloak of shadows. Its features were obscured, its form insubstantial, but we could feel the weight of its gaze upon us as it slowly turned to face our group. A sense of dread crept over me as the figure's eyes locked onto mine, a cold, malevolent light shining within them. I felt my stomach drop as I realized we were facing an enemy that was beyond anything we could have imagined. The being stood before us, seemed to exude an aura of pure darkness and malevolence, and I could feel a chill run down my spine as its presence washed over us. We had stepped into the heart of hell, and the very air was alive with an energy... They seemed to mock and challenge our very existence. As we stood there, frozen in place, it spoke to us. "'Welcome,' it said, its voice creaking like an old door. "'I have been waiting for you.' Now it appears that our little adventurers have gotten themselves into a little trouble. If you would like to hear continued versions of these stories, then be sure to let us know. We can always come back and figure out the fates of our young adventurers together. But for now, if you enjoyed our story, please be sure to leave us a rating now. I must be going. Try not to steal any ancient tomes that do not belong to you, for you might just enslave an entire town. Bye-bye now.